Hi, everyone, and welcome to Viva La Flora Live podcast, where we bring you the art and business of flowers. Stay tuned. Hey, friend, welcome back to part two of our co- my conversation with Ace Berry, HBO Max full bloom TV show contestant and finalist. There you go. What's up? Thank you for having me back. Hey, you know, my absolute pleasure. Did Grandma get all taken care of? She did. Um, awesome. She got her early Christmas present. Oh, that's she lovely. She wanted a grill to, I guess, cook hamburgers and grilled chicken and stuff like that. So we had to get over there and get her, her situated. My grandmother's almost 90. I think she's 78, if I'm not mistaken. Or 88, sorry. Okay, so she's, she's 88, grilling her own hamburgers. Okay, yeah. well, that was nice <laughs> of you guys. And yeah. yeah, she sounds like a rock star grandma. Oh, she is. Amazing. <laughs> she's an amazing lady. Aww. Welcome back again. And um, we, we chatted a little bit about the, uh, you know, the show, but I really, really want to kind of get into the nuts and bolts of the show, right? So talk about your experience. So we've talked about, you know, how you kind of got in, uh, in the show. So here we are, episode one, and you're kind of filming. What were the most surprising things that you've sort of discovered, like from the get-go that you're like, wait, what? So... One of the biggest things that I'll say that kind of shocked me was the way I made things. I, I've never been in like the bottom half of a design competition. Mm-hmm. And to have that ap- happen was definitely eye-opening to me because I was just like, wait, I just put out this super solid piece and I'm like, I'm, I'm in seventh place. So that was very like just surreal because I, I guess I've never kind of experienced that part. Right. And I think I handled it correctly. I was just like, thank you. But in the inside, <laughs> I, was, I was literally just kind of like, whoa, what is going on? Like, um, and then I, you know, you don't always have to agree with the judges. Like, I didn't think that's where I was supposed to be. But again, it's it's very subjective. You know, they, they know what they're looking for. So I just kind of, well, that's, that's kind of how I, when I first got there, that I was definitely shocked by. And I knew at that point, I was like, okay. What I honestly thought on the inside was like, what I do, they probably do not like. So I need to switch my design aesthetic up real quick mm-hmm. and just start kind of figuring out what they're wanting. Right. That's interesting you say that because I could actually see your transformation going from, you know, just just in general, very um, methodical, kind of more into groupings and, you know, kind of more tighter design, um, you know, going into looser and wilder and a little bit more mixed in kind of thing, you know, what's been more on trend in the last three years, it, it seems, and it's like not ending yet. You know, the whole boho chic sort of kind of, you know, it, it was interesting to see that. It, it is actually a style that is uh, rather... Not difficult, but it is challenging for me personally mm-hmm. as well, because I am very architectural designer as well. So I understand exactly where you're coming from. So I'm like, yeah, I get it. <laughs> yeah. Totally. What, get it. what was really difficult on it is like, I think when you when you have kind of like certifications that we have or any kind of formal education on it, that you you're almost overtrained for something that that's like this show. Beth and I, and I I literally had a doozy of a time because we were so structured. And so these are our rules. This is what we follow. This is how we do things where we almost had to, at one point, you know, I remember I was sitting in my hotel room, like, man, I just need to throw my whole rule book out and just start kind of putting these suckers wherever, you know, (laughs) I remember literally on uh, episode three, actually, that was the, um, that challenge was the grocery store challenge. I literally thought to myself before that day, I was like, I'm just going to put 
put stuff wherever, like it, no rhyme, no reason, no anything. And then in my heart, I was like, Ace, you cannot make something ugly. Like it, <laughs> I would rather go home, make it something pretty and solid than make it something ugly. <laughs> so it was, it was definitely a, a very hard challenge to just to learn that. I think, cause it, there's an art form to having structure but being able to be loose. Right. Right. And it, it was a tough thing. Like I finally kind of figured it out in that broke challenge where I was like, okay. And what it mainly is to figure it out was you get your, your backbone in first, your, your structured part first, and then let everything else just fly around it. Right. But then also working in with the groupings and stuff like that, but just elongate and everything. Every time I would make a, an insertion, I would literally tell myself, be loose, just be loose. <laughs> and if I'd want to cut it, if I'd wanted to cut it shorter, I would add seven inches onto it just to make sure. That's hilarious. Oh my God. That's funny you're saying that because occasionally when I'm doing that kind of design, I, I have to actually literally like make an intentional choice of like, no, whatever I'm thinking, it needs to be longer because mm -hmm. chances are this is too short and tight for it. That's kind of funny that you say that. Your bicycle challenge, I loved your piece it was christine through and through and i know i love connor's piece as well i did think though your piece definitely should have been the first um <laughs> not that i didn't like I, it was it, it was a difficult decision you know and then it's kind of hard to judge from the tv screen of course and physically seeing that of course the thing is of course it's very different but that was one of the pieces i was like oh, i don't know if i agree with that there were a few decisions that judges made essentially that i didn't necessarily agree with you know it didn't make me angry but i necessarily didn't agree with that was definitely one of them i've heard that quite a few times okay um, what this is what i've learned about full bloom on that part Okay. It does not pay to be first or second. I, I, I realized that too. <laughs> because if you if you lose a team challenge and then you win again and lose another team challenge, you could be going home. Right. Because they deem you not a, a good leader or you're not as a good of a of a leader. Right. Well, someone like myself, where I won the broke challenge and I was team leading and then I lost. Right. And so after that, I, I kind of watched what happened in episode three. And so I was like, man, the safest spot in that whole competition was third place. And after that first place win, I just decided I was going to be in third place the rest of the time. until so episode, <laughs> episode eight, when I got a second place and I was like, all right, perfect. So <laughs> when I even look back, I say like, it was just learning how to manage, manage that, you know, and mm -hmm. as much as I say, oh, I just planned on third places all the time, you still go for it every time. I think it's in your well, human nature to like yeah, go for it. Say. I mean, you kind of wish to be in the third place, <laughs> but you kind of can't, but you kind of push for the first. Yeah. 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 I get it. That's funny. Was there a moment where you're like, this is it. I'm going home. I mean, like, the, this is it. And then you, um, and then you didn't, and you're like, whew. Dodge that bullet. Honestly, I thought episode four, which is the cake, I, I honestly thought I was going home. When it came down to it, I I was the team leader, and I'm the one that didn't deliver. And that's what I told them. I mean, they only touched on it a little bit, but I sat there and was like, at the end of the day, it falls on me. I'm the team leader. I'm the one that didn't deliver. Of course, it was Spence that went home, which it was really tough because I felt so responsible of getting him sent home mm -hmm. that it just it ate me up. 
other than that, I didn't ever with the Beth with Beth in episode seven, the floats. I was that nervous was, on that. That looks that looked rough. Yeah, it the was challenge, um, the overall challenge itself, it looked nerve-wracking. Rough, yeah, rough it, in the right word, but it just looked nerve-wracking. I don't think they portrayed us honestly at the at our best. I think um <laughs> because it kind of made us look like we we fought the entire time. I I mean that, that's that's yeah. a little bit, and I that's not how it was at all. You know, like I, I've known Beth for a long time. We want the best for each other. So I just think that they kind of just didn't portray us in a, as, a, as a positive light. It was a pleasure to work with her. And I really wanted to us to win that, mm-hmm. you know, but, I, you know, they're going to pick and choose what they edit in and out. Well, but it's an entertainment also, you know, I think the yeah. part that, you know, I, I was having a conversation with a fellow florist, actually, just not about this one specifically, but I don't know if you've seen the big flower fight. Um, you know, I watched I, that, you know, from beginning I, to I the end. To that, I refer to that as the big plant fight. Thank you. I, I still <laughs> till today, and I said this on the podcast, on and off the podcast, I loved the show. I really did. Anything that is out there that brings the public's attention to our industry, I'm for it. Yeah. You know, yeah. and there were educational pieces in there that I very much enjoyed, but it wasn't a flower fight. It was no. a gar- garden sculpture fight. And I think that's, and, and that is a marketing. Whoever did their marketing did a beautiful job about it. Oh my God, know? did they ever? Absolutely. They like everybody and their mother was talking about it. Whereas the HBO show, I thought actually done way better. I, with all honesty, I really thought it was produced way better, but it didn't really get as much marketing out there, you know, and the only reason I knew because I knew through some flower friends and things like that. And I saw it on floral Instagram pages, whereas the other one was all over the place. And, and, but that's, I guess that's marketing pieces, but people were Uh, upset about the big flower fight. Yeah, we were, I'll tell you right now on the PR part of it, we, we, we didn't know that it was airing until a week before, like as the contestants and like that, that was tough because I do feel I mean, I'm I'm super biased to full bloom, you know, but I I 100% felt like it was a better show it, as far as as far as shooting floristry and floral design. Mm-hmm. I just think it was mm-hmm. so much better, but and I think it shot so much better too. In all honesty, it did. It, and then that's exactly what I was about to say. The qual you could tell the quality of the production overall. You know, premise was. I mean, it's competition. You know, it is. Yeah. It is. But I think the way the way it was shot. I agree. Whoever um, you know, people who shot and produced Full Bloom, they did far better job, and you can tell they're you know, much more much smoother. Makes yeah. sense. But then the other one was publicized everywhere. And this one kind of really wasn't as much. But going back to that, people were upset about the big flower fight that like they got such backlash. And I'm like, why are you all upset about this? This is entertainment. Entertainment. Think about this. This is not yeah. for the florist. This is for the public, general public. Same as with uh, Full Bloom. And I think, you know, they've done a nice job of bringing a little bit of a sass, a little bit of a drama, a little bit of a, you know, anticipation and excitement and dun, dun, dun. they kind of had to, because otherwise then it'll just be flat and it will not attract anybody. But I agree. And I know Beth personally, and I know her really well. And I, I know that's not, that's not Beth. And I keep telling my husband, I was like, Beth is a kick ass designer. There is no way, <laughs> you know? Yeah. I think, I mean, I've had people that have reached out and like, what was this like? I'm like, it wasn't anything like that. And like, that's the yes. power of editing. Um, I, I was on two of her teams, you know, so it wasn't, 
it wasn't like I had somebody reach out. I'm like, well, oh, I just look so bad. Y'all just look like y'all were bickering and fighting the whole time. I'm like, no, we want to bring out the absolute best in each other. So we're both going to, and it, it's weird because it, I guess maybe it does come off as like bucking the system in part of it, but it's that you buck it in a way that you're like, I'm with you. I just want this thing to be perfect for you. And I think that's both of our kind of deal. Yeah, no, I didn't. Um, I didn't think it was bad. I really truly didn't think it was bad. I, I, the thing that I know, knowing Beth, um, you know, that it wasn't necessarily, I, I was a little surprised by it. I was like, this must have been really, really stressful for this to come across like this. That was sort of yeah. my takeaway from that. But again, going back to it, I do truly think they have done an amazing job shooting it and producing it. And I'm, I hope this doesn't go away. I hope this becomes the floral version of the next project runway or whatever. And oh, uh, last time when you and I were talking, you said you want to be inspiring and whatever. And, you know, judges were that people, you know, that group of people for the cont contestants. I feel like they need the floral team gone, you know? There was, yeah. there, was like the, there was like the fairy godmother or godfather was missing <laughs> in the mix. You know, there's the judges and there's the contestants and it felt like, I, I felt the only thing that I would say is like, if there was this one person that was sort of like, you know, kind of the liaison between the two groups, yeah. that would have been kind of maybe interesting to see. I, would, I don't know. I'm definitely for that because there's lots of times when you're just kind of going off of your natural instinct. Right. And being that I've won through it now, I would look back and be like, hey, rethink everything and always give yourself a buffer where you can edit stuff out. And that's the one thing that, like, we didn't really do a lot of is, like, setting back to edit. And you'll notice right. Beth and I are always like, step back, come back. <laughs> like, we would literally step back and look at things as a big as a big picture. And then it started, like, Kristen started doing it. And then, con like, it just across the board, like, we were all stepping back and, like, really looking. Right. So that's something I, I would definitely think that you would need. You know, and yeah, to go in and kind of, are you sure you want to do this? Right. <laughs> you know, free, just give think, them the... free think your choices. You know, I cannot, I cannot do a Tim Gunn impersonation. I love that man, but I cannot do a Tim Gunn impersonation. But yeah, that, that moment of like, I'm not loving it, but I trust you. <laughs> you know, you read yeah. between the lines there. <laughs> and I'm going to walk, yeah. you know, that was just For kinda... sure. Yeah, I, th I thought that would be kind of a uh, interesting thing to see. Um, is there anything like in in hindsight, you know, you look back and you've made and you're like, I cannot believe I made that, you know, and you <sighs> wish you could have made different choices. What would it be? Um, yeah, for sure. There's actually like probably two. Mm -hmm. I'm trying to think, I'm like, I'm going through all of them. The the table. The okay, so there's things I would tweak with everything. I think right. again, hindsight twenty twenty, except for episode one. Is the only one I would not tweak. And episode one and episode four, which is the broke and the waterfall, are the only two I would not tweak. Okay. Um, episode two was the floating thing. Mm -hmm. I would I would tweak. I would take off the the floral uh, the orchid garlands and just let it be like wood kokidamas like that right. very like organic kind of flow mm -hmm. falling off. But I would get rid of the the garland. It didn't need it. Like after looking at the pictures of it, I really sat back and I was like, man, it, this junks it up. Right. It needs to be gone. Episode three, the whole uh, supermarket challenge. I would have started with one base instead of two bases. Mm. And again, I would have probably went to tropicals at that point. I should have pulled the tropical card because that's what I'm good at. And instead I was trying right. to be like, 
I'm, I, I can win this by not using the, what I'm good at. Right. Um, episode five was the bicycles. Actually, I wouldn't change a thing about that one either. I would not. I was going to say, please don't change it because that was glorious. And my yeah, favorite I part of the whole one. thing, her sitting on that bike and driving off, I was like, oh, you yeah. did such a good job shooting this. This is amazing. It's right. so was good. Episode, episode six was the chandelier. I think so, yeah. Um, the only thing I would do different on that, instead of shooting out my uh, ear mirrors out, I wish I would have hooked it and let it dangle down like, Almost like if you think of like diamonds hanging, like ear mirrors right, just falling right, from it. Right. Um, I wish I would have done that. Like as much as it was out on the sides, I wish it would have been down more to really get sell it that dramatic hanging chandelier. Right. Um, the tea party. I wish it was just a little looser. Mm-hmm. Like because the above view was it was messy to me. So I wish it, it was just. And I did the inside of my chicken wire. I had more of a form to make it where it wouldn't sink and sag. I wish I would have used uh, greenery instead. I used just um, curly willow and stuff. What I should have used is just filled it with greenery instead where it still held it. Right, right. But loosened everything a little bit and would have gave it a little bit more structure. And right. then it, it wouldn't have been as, as so stiff. Also, like the, the pamp- dyed pampas grass was way too stiff. Mm-hmm, I should have mm-hmm. used stuff that was a little bit more flowing instead of so stiff because it, it would have gave me so much more movement. Right. Interesting. And so, then go ahead. I think seven was, oh, that was think seven. now. Was that the that tree? Was seven. Yeah. No, seven was the, uh, the solo what was the tablescape. And That's then right. eight, I wouldn't change anything about eight because between you and I, I did not want to win the books challenges. I'm not for it. Not for the books. <laughs> not for not order gatherers. I did not know what the books was till the show. And I went and I did some research. And, you know, it's fascinating. It's interesting. And they're sort of trying to be Netflix of floral. I get it. Um, and it's there, there's, there's room for that, you know. Whatever gets flowers into public's hands and make them fall in love with, I'm for it. So there you go. Let's go with that. Yeah, FYI, I, for listeners, Ace is in the shop, in case you're wondering. Yeah, sorry about that. <laughs> and he's making bows, too, while we're at it. <laughs> she, Crystal was trying to get it. I was like, just give him over here, girl. Let me get it done. <laughs> yes. So, I have a question. There was a yes. moment where, at the end, um, you know, uh, at the finale, uh, when they walked in, it was like, they're like, what is this noise? And there's the noise of the heart, heartbeat. Did you? Did you? Did sound effects in there, or, or yeah? Was that? So did you really? I was yeah. Like, so what was crazy? What was this? If you, well, if you look at Connor's room, he got to have these blue and yellow lights, and right. um, the light coloring that I wanted, they said did not film well. So mine was supposed to be a lot darker, but everything was supposed to be like very neon, uh, you know. And they said it doesn't picture, it doesn't come across very well when they're filming. I gotcha. So I sat back and I'm like, I want what I wanted was when you walk into that room, I wanted you to have goosebumps. Mm-hmm. Um, and the the whole story is it's it's so true, and that's what's the beautiful part of that to me I was that it was story. yeah it I was so true, and, yeah. and it's so many florists and so many not it's not even just florists. it's people around the world have been broken and there's something that has put you back together. I was broken. And the thing that helped really mend me back together was flowers. Mm-hmm. It, um, 
I mean, my daughter and my wife were, you know, they were like my saving graces. Right. Flowers are what kind of really started kind of attaching me back together. I felt lost a lot of times, you know, and flowers gave me a sense of community. Some of my very best friends are are florists. Right. Like, it's very weird. Like, you can be separated by miles, by states, by countries, Mm -hmm. but instead sorry that's, that's right. the word that just came across this is this um, is real life scenario here it's yes. the days and phones are ringing it's a good problem <laughs> yes. to have. like we're all separated by so many different things right but flowers are what kind of keep us all together and there's so many florists out there that have been broken that are you know this is what got you into the industry or you're jaded and you and this is what's reigniting your fire and there's right. so many things that flowers are the thing that has is, is really put you back together and, and glued you back together. Yeah. So that was the whole thing. So the one thing that I didn't have, I was like, okay, if you're walking in this room, you're not going to convey any of that. You need this one thing. And right. literally it was at the 11th hour. I was like, I need one thing. And they they asked me this, like, what is it? I was like, I need a heartbeat. Uh, like, and I literally got my chest and I was like, dun, 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 and just hitting my chest kind of like the Matthew McConaughey thing. And I was like, I need that. I need it for when they walk in. I want them to hear, hear my heart of this is, this is me like at my very, very, very best. And so when you could hear it walking in, it was just like, it literally would give you goosebumps. And that's what, that's the one thing like since August that I could always remember, I was just like, I would close my eyes and I could like hear it and just stand at the front of the room. And oh, it was magical. That moment was magical because I, it took, I was like, okay, is that, yeah, you know, there, 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 there's a thing when they produce and sort of edit and things happen and there's mm-hmm. a thing that actually really happened and they sort of showcase it. I was like, did this really happen or did they just, I don't know. I'm like, but I hope it happened because that was magical. That, that moment, that sound, it just brought it home, you know, and I thought that was, that was really well done. So I'm glad you got the heartbeat. Oh my God! Yes. Out to that. <laughs> I yeah, that was like the biggest thing that I wanted in there. I don't know. It's just, it's literally the the my favorite thing that I've ever designed. I mean, how couldn't it be? It's it it's literally good. the biggest thing I've ever designed, but it's <laughs> it's by far my favorite. Well, it you brought it home. It looks fantastic, and um, like I'm like just so again, am like proud of you I don't even know if this is the right thing to say I was so proud of everyone honestly you know I cannot possibly imagine going through all of that filming over a period of two to three days or so and making sure things last and and then you know this sounds ridiculous and can I just tell you the thing that I was thinking about do they wear the same clothes because they're filming it as an, (laughs) an episode I'm like I bet you they do and I'm like Oh my goodness. <laughs> These are the things that I was thinking about. This is the most ridiculous thing to even think about <laughs> at this moment. But <laughs> how did you all manage that? No, so we we did change. I started I started episode eight in a purple shirt. I ended episode eight in a green shirt. And in the middle <laughs> I did another costume change to a blue shirt. <laughs> so there was a there was a whole bunch of clothes changing. Yeah. Um actually the original outfit that I picked out to wear on the final, like the very final, final day, I wanted to do the whole man in black. Mm. Like I wanted the black pants, black shoes, black hat, 
like black baseball hat turned backwards, black button down, like black tie, like just. Right. And then I was after day one of that of that room, I was like, yeah, I'm, I'm definitely going to go into joggers and a T-shirt and tennis shoes. <laughs> it was there was no more of a oh I'd have been a hot sweaty mess it would not have been pretty that's funny so. now were you so so of course you go in there and you shoot and all of those things were you guys sort of completely isolated from the world aka the internet and so on or could you sort of did you have the freedom of all of those things yeah. afterwards yeah so no we had all of our we got to take our phones to out there with us to set. We just couldn't take pictures or be on them. Like we could be on them, but not taking pictures or anything. Of course. And yeah, we, they were not really strict on that part. Um, yeah. So we, we were isolated as much as like Connor and I were just together. <laughs> so gotcha. but other than that, it wasn't, it wasn't bad. It was, I mean, for COVID it was, it was the, the new normal of COVID of yeah, social that was, distance, everything. Yeah. I, I bet that that added another whole, another layer of complexity to the whole thing. And oh, I'm yeah. sure you guys had to get tested and all of those things before even kind of showing up there. Oh yeah. So we got tested three times a week while we were out there. Uh, right. Mondays, Wednesday, and Friday got tested. We had to do a COVID test before we could even get on the plane to fly out there. And as soon as we got out there, we had to take another COVID test. Right. Makes so sense. I was there for 30 days. <laughs> I, I don't even know how many. I'm like a professional when it comes to swabbing my nose now. <laughs> I've funny. had so I'm, many COVID tests. I'm like, oh, no, you're doing it wrong. You got to go way up here. So. <laughs> That's so funny. You haven't reached my brain yet. <laughs> yeah. um, I get I get COVID tested every uh, week of what we all do at the office. Um, but ours is the, the antibody uh, test is what we're doing on a weekly basis. Um, but I had to get actual COVID test twice. And it wasn't really bad, actually. My experience wasn't really that bad with it. Yeah. So. Yeah, it was just kind of like, oh, that's it? And people are complaining about this? Like, this yeah. is nothing. <laughs> like, you know, so it wasn't terrible. But no, I cannot imagine doing that three times a week and enjoying that. I get that. But I do understand the safety of it. I mean, I, I can imagine how complex things kind of became for, for them to to do and, you know, so on. Honestly, it wasn't bad. I got to the point where I was like, all right, let's get this, let's get this ball rolling so I can go do something fun. Right. Um, so I constantly was like, I'll be the first one. Up, out, up, out. There you go. Yeah. <laughs> Mask back on. So, so of course they're casting for their um, second season right now, which again I'm super happy about. I'm kind of debating if I want to do this, try this again. I'm like, mm, I don't know yet. I haven't quite, you know, gotten that far yet in my life. But anyways, that's besides the point. What would your recommendation be for someone who's kind of thinking about it, debating, or wants to, you know, sort of what to do in preparation for it? Essentially, the one thing I would say. It's to be a hundred percent authentically you. Um, you have to, if you make it to the top 20, you're going to be, they're going to examine so much of your life. Um, so just, just be open and honest and just be authentically you and to people that are on the fence with it, do it. Even if you don't get chosen, you're going to learn so much about yourself through the process. Mm -hmm. Like if you're not picked, there's a reason. So let's like, keep trying though, because mm -hmm. Rome wasn't built in a day. Oh, no, absolutely. And there, there's so much that's going to come out of it, just you becoming a better designer. But yeah, do it, do it, do it. I I remember when I was trying, like, because they, they initially found me 
And then I had to fill out all the stuff. And mm -hmm, just mm -hmm. because they found you doesn't mean you're on or not on the show. Like, that's the kind of craziest thing. Like, you still have to go in there when it's the top 20 or whatever it is. And you have to bring it mm. to, to get on that show. There, You think there was roughly 3,500 to 4,000 people that tried out for season one. Mm -hmm. And I was in the top 20, then in the top 10 that's to, to be on the show. Um I still had to bring it. I still had to be, again, authentically me. Right, like, right. I remember when I walked in, you know, I, I first met with Katie Whalen out there. And she's the, she is the one that owns Mystic Art. And she walked out and she was like, I need you right here. I need you. I'm six foot one. So I'm holding my hand up to like six foot one. And I told her, I was like, okay, I got you. She was like, no, I need you up here. And I said, okay, I got you. And I mean, authentically me is, I literally walked into the room like, what's up, party people? And I went down and high-fived everyone. And, you know, just being like that, that's that's how I am. I'm, I want people to have fun. I don't right. want people to be, oh, hey, what's going on? No, right. like, life is, life is great. Let's make right. the best of it. So, right. That's great. Do it. Do it. Try it. If it doesn't work, let's go back to the drawing board and try it again. Very nice. So, well, Ace, anything else before we part ways? Oh, man. I thought we were going to talk all day. I wish we could talk all day. You know, there are people like sometimes you like sit down and you talk and you're like, oh, I don't kind of want to really this conversation to end, <laughs> you know? Well, and we, yes, I, you are you are very generous in your spirit, in your energy, and it's very enjoyable to sit down and talk to you. Honestly, I have to say that. Um, you know, uh -huh. I've, I've done enough interviews at this point that there's some that, <laughs> you know, you got to sort of like, you know, be present the entire time. And here it's like, it's a conversation and it's really enjoyable. You are present, but it's a give or take and it's not a like pushing forward the entire time. So thank you yeah. for that. You know, I really very much enjoy this. This is, yeah. this is fun. So I, thank you. I, I just, I love talking flowers. That's the one thing, like what I love that full bloom has done is it literally has put in flowers at the forefront. Oh my God. Um, especially in, in a, in a crazy time with a pandemic and just the way things, I mean, like, I don't even care political views, put whatever, like mm -hmm. all this, we need something as a country that yeah. is happy that will put a <laughs> yes. smile on your face no matter what it is, like <laughs> we just need something that's going to be happy. Um, mm -hmm. And I feel like that's flowers, like especially right now, we needed that. We needed flowers. So yeah. I was, I'm all for flower talk, flower conversations. I love it. I love everything about it. But you ask what else is go follow me on Instagram at Aceberry AIFD. Uh, you can also follow mine and Patience Pickner's uh, side hustle which is inspireddesign.info on Instagram. You can see our next floor retreat, which will be so much fun. If you are thinking about getting into the floral industry, if you are older veteran of the floral industry and you just need to be <laughs> reignited and want some inspiration, I mean, hello, it's in the name. Right. And um, just buy flowers just because. At yeah. the end of the day, I don't care where you get them. If you're buying them from the dude that's selling them on the street corner, corner, take someone's home, take someone, take flowers home to someone special because that's going to make their day. It's going to be such a great thing for you. 
and show them you care. Spread kindness. Quit being mean. Be a nice person. <laughs> so it's funny you said that. <laughs> Weren't you wearing a shirt last time we were talking that says be a kinder human or nicer human? What, what yeah, be say? a nice human. Be a nice, be a nice human. That's it. That is the slogan. Be a nice human. You know, yeah. it takes a lot of effort to be a mean person. It does. It really does. It's so much simpler and easier to be nice. It just is, you know? I, it, I, I'll, no matter when, I always tell people this. They're like, do you always say this? Anytime anyone asks me how I'm doing, I literally, this is always my response. I'm doing absolutely marvelous. For the simple fact that even if it's a bad day, I'm giving it my best effort to be the most positive because that person might need it, mm. you know? And I realized a couple of years ago that I was like, what I was doing was people were like, oh, how's it going today? I'm like, that's oh, all right. Eh. You know? And I was just putting so much negative out there that I was like, I'm, I'm not even doing enough. I'm just like, eh, meh. No, and I wanted to be that change of like, I want to be positive. So I'm absolutely marvelous. I'm doing great. I'm doing fantastic. So Ace, let's try that again. How you doing? I'm doing absolutely marvelous. <laughs> like, you know? it just, but look, like when, when somebody tells, I encourage everyone to try that and watch the smile that'll come on that person's face. That is so funny. It, is, it is infectious, just yeah. like flowers are. A hundred percent. I made you say that so I can see your face <laughs> saying that again, too, because I have to tell our listeners because they can't really see your face and I can. And he kind of lights up. You know, if your face can make like blinking noises and sounds and whatnot, this is what happens when he says this. And it's amazing. That is yeah. so fun. <laughs> it's, it's such an awesome experience. I mean, just like, I mean, OK, so I'll even give you more of a backstory. Uh, Five years ago, five years ago, I had cancer. Oh, I was no, I was yeah. diagnosed with periganglioma, which is an adrenaline-based tumor. And I had a doctor that literally told me, hey, you have like a 20% chance to get off of a table. Mm. It's And it's because of like my size and everything, the way the surgery was going to go and everything. Right. And then I had another doctor that came in and said, hey, we're, well, it's 40%. We're going to go through your back, but there's all these other, other complications that we're going to have to work around. And I was right. like, okay. And so that's when I kind of made the choice to be like, I am always going to be try to be happy. And I was just telling someone today that I, I, I have bad days, but I try to get over them as fast as I can. Mm -hmm. And I try not to let it spill over on anyone else because they might need me to be positive and they might mm -hmm. need my smile or my hug or which we can't hug right now. So I usually do like an elbow or a fist bump mm -hmm. um, or something like that. So just be, be kind. Someone needs that right then and there. Like mm -hmm. I always tell people, Ellen, I want to meet Ellen so bad because I love the whole message that she has just about being kind, mm -hmm. which my wife is like, Ellen's not in a good spot right now. It's like, yeah, but leave by her. <laughs> now it's time to be kind. <laughs> that is, that is so true. It's funny. You say that uh, my, my intentional motto is, you know, when, when I meet you, it doesn't matter where I meet you, in what context. It could be grocery store. It could be passing by. It could be during a podcast interview. It could be during flower event. It could be whatever. I want you to leave me just a tad bit better than when you found me. Uh -huh. That's it. It could be as simple as a smile, you know? Exactly. I all the time, like, that's the one thing that I, I guess is maybe because my grandmother always said I had a pretty smile. 
So she was like, <laughs> that it, it welcomes people in. So that's why I'm always like, like, I, I don't want to take a picture where, where I look like I'm just, you know, getting punched in the face. All No, I want to look like I'm radiating positivity. <laughs> that like so I, that's how I want to be perceived no matter what I'm doing. And the other thing I would like for the people to see is that I constantly am a goof off. Like, I'm not afraid to make fun of myself. Like, I constantly tell people, I'm like, oh, I'm like a little chubby kid, you know? You got to believe me because I'm a chubby kid. And we're always, like, jolly. I mean, look at Santa. (laughs) You know? Like, I just try to always put a smile on someone's face. They need it. I just want everybody to be, like, so happy and genuine and, you know? But there's always those times when I do, I always tell people, you do, you, you are going to have bad days. Just don't let them last that long. Yeah. And just kind of be like, eh, it is what it is. Let's, uh, let's move past it and be happy now. There you so, go. There you go. So well, what's I... ne- let me, I, can I ask you one question? Oh, me? I'm yes. I'm going to turn the table on you. Of no one what's has ever done you? that. Oh. <laughs> <laughs> What's next for me? Man, I don't know if we have enough time for all of that, but (laughs) I'm at crossroads right now, which is kind of interesting because my husband uh, just sold the dental practice, which we are still working in. We were part of it, which which is a good thing. And it, it just kind of it's a really good change, actually. We're, we're very excited about it, you know, and retirement is not the option, obviously, because none of us really can mm-hmm. sit still. So uh, when it comes to the dental side of things, you know, he's already teaching and so on. We're, and I I am a school director in, on top of, you know, flowers, this, that, the other, and everything <laughs> else. <laughs> we're trying to expand uh, that program, actually, um, you know, uh, kind of take it to the next level. Sort of that's what's happening on the dental side of things, which I will never drop. And I have my flower side of things that, you know, a friend of mine and I were starting a mastermind, which we were starting last year and COVID happened. So we kind of pushed everything a little bit to the back burner right now. It just wasn't the time, you know what I mean? Um, Because the format of the mastermind that we had, and it is strictly business mastermind, I kind of fell in love with business, um, you know, in the last two years, even more so than I've ever been. So we're trying to kind of take that to the next level as far as creatively goes, creativity side of things go. Man, I I don't know. I think I'm I think I want to pursue PFCI, you know. Oh, I have it. It's really good. I've heard. I did I that think, two years yeah. ago. Oh, nice. I think that's sort of my next as far as like professionally as a florist, where do I want to take things? You know, um, that would be that would be sort of it, but I cannot really wait for the social distancing aspect of things to go away a little bit so we can actually have big blown out of proportions floral parties is what I really, 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 really (laughs) want, you know, and miss. I'm very social. I travel a lot. So that's just, that's just kind of been the hardest part. Um, I do have a few other projects that are sort of in the works that I can't quite talk about yet Mm. so we'll see what happens you know I I decided if anything I've learned from 2020 is I needed to slow down very much so Mm. in order for me to be able to move faster and more forward and it's it's a really uh, kind of a bit of a paradox Uh, I am always being that person that I have thousand projects going on all at the same time and I'm always doing thousand things all at the same time and I'm so used to doing moving at that pace and COVID made me forced me to pause 
to slow down. It's so hard. Oh man, for especially for someone like yes. me. But I needed it. I didn't even realize I needed it. And now that I had a taste of that, like, you know, pausing, intentionally pausing, essentially. This wasn't intentional. This was sort of given, but it was a really good thing and good timing. But there's an art in pausing and reflecting and then moving forward again. Uh, And I kind of want to get more of that intentionally in my life. And I think that's one thing for sure I am not going to let go that I've sort of inherited from 2020. I've never had that luxury before. Yeah, I'm, I thank God that I have like a really good team because 2020 was supposed to be like the year of ACE traveling and, and doing all the fun floral stuff. Right. And so my team was so like, here for it. They were going to be amazing. And then full bloom happened. Then it didn't happen. Then it did happen. And uh, some of my team wasn't here when it originally, what we were going back to go filming and my team came back, like literally just like, which y'all can't see her, but crystal, as I fondly call her crystal popping in her. Navigator. <laughs> um, she can't, she's, I don't know if you saw her, she's running I around here. Her. <laughs> like she came back and like, literally was just like, okay, I got you. I mean, really came in and just when I needed her the most and really helped out. And then I have uh, two other employees that really came in and helped, which was uh, one is name. Her name is Susie. And then the other one is Savannah. And they all were just so helpful of making sure that this place was still running when I was off, you know, trying to become a reality star. So um, but the funny thing about Savannah, Savannah is actually in college at A&M and she's a in the student chapter of AIFD. Oh, nice. And yeah. And then I had other AIFD members that came in and, and uh, freelance for me while I was gone that really helped me out and made it amazing. So I couldn't, I, I, I totally understand of like when it, the, now the slowdown is happening, I'm like, Oh my God, this is nice. And then I'm yeah. like, but it's very odd too, because like today is supposed to be like my day off and I'm still here. Right. Like it's so, it's so odd. Cause I'm just like, I can't do it. I just can't sit around and do absolutely nothing. Oh yeah, no. Because life, mm-hmm. yeah, life is short. Yeah, life is too short. I want to. I want to make pretty things. Like right. that's the. What if I didn't get to make something beautiful today? Which I got to make two beautiful things today. So I'm so happy. There so you rapid. go. Aww. Yeah. No, my but, my life today was all dentistry. Um, but beautiful things happen tomorrow. So you know, I, I split my I split my life into two two sides, which is interesting. Um, that must be I tough like though, it. because it's tough at times. But I kind of like it because one keeps the other one's sanity alive. You know, if that makes any sense. Yeah, I I wish that I I mean I have a very good business brain for flowers. Mm-hmm. I do not have a good business brain uh, past that. <laughs> like if it's for my flower shop, I'm I'm all for it. But other than that, I'm just like, uh, no, not so much. The funny thing is, the business is business is business. You know, um, mm-hmm. that's I've sort of kind of ran four different kinds. Four, yeah. Um, I still am running businesses, and um, there are a lot of commonalities in all of them. The medium is different. The product is different. The service is yeah. different, perhaps, but the client and uh, you know um, client relationships are the same, right? Um, the communication is the same, right? Uh, you yeah. Clear your expectations, set the expectations right. 
clean your messaging, um, you know, get your systems and protocols and all of those things in place. I mean, all, all of those pieces are essentially the same. It doesn't really matter what the business is, honestly. And I think a lot of florists are struggling with that side of things because they are winging it and they're thinking flowers is just flowers. And without realizing, I think that way of thinking is essentially hurting the entire entire industry and them, first of all, because if you think of them as just flowers, I can't do this, then your client is going to read that as you're just doing flowers. I don't know why you're charging me this much. And at the end of the day, you're exactly. never going to charge your worth. You're going to overwork yourself. And and then, then, I mean, it's only like, it's it's a vicious cycle of things that it's very difficult to get out of oftentimes that I see a lot of my fellow floral friends That's... do. And I'm, I promise myself I will, I'm not going to do that. I have to, I, and I did that. I really yeah. did that. And three years. Well, that's what I I realized at the beginning of all of COVID Mm -hmm. that there were things that I needed to fix. And I was like, I'm going to fix how I buy flowers. Mm -hmm. I'm still going to utilize my wholesalers, but I'm also going to not be dumb. And Mm -hmm. I'm going to utilize going direct. And I ended up like redoing my whole thing. And like, I buy box lot now, like I buy in bulk. Because mm-hmm. I can save this much. Yes, I'm having to buy more, but I'm saving this much and I can utilize it for a better price for my customers and hence make mm-hmm. more. Right. I mean, and, and the thing is, if you can move it, if you can move the product that you're getting, yeah, then if you can get a little bit more product, but at a much better price and you have a better profit margin and your client is benefiting from that as well, it's a win-win for all. Yeah, Absolutely. exactly. I understand well, like, Totally. What I also realized about kind of piggybacking off what you're saying about flower shops is a lot of flower shops are scared to like try new things. It's like mm-hmm. th- that. this is why a lot of flower shops are failing because as people, the Internet and it's really since the Internet has been around, you're seeing new things mm-hmm. and you're seeing different flowers. A lot of flower shops are failing for the simple fact because they don't want to try that new flower. Mm-hmm. Or get in that Makara orchid. I mean, mm-hmm. it's not that much difference from a dendrobium, but it mm-hmm. is in the customer's mind. Right. And instead, like I think they're still holding on to the mums, carns, roses, right? Leather leaf. <laughs> right. <laughs> and there's a and there's a place for every bit of that in every flower yeah. shop. I agree. I agree. But elevate it just enough for your customers. Right. can see that, that that you are bringing something more to the table. Right. Well, in all reality, uh, right now, grocery stores, at least near where I am, I'm between Baltimore and D.C. area, you know, and it's very metropolitan and so on. Honestly, there are grocery stores here where you walk in and you buy orchids that your wholesaler is not selling. And I'm not talking phalaenopsis, mm-hmm. you know, I'm talking yeah. about bider uh, fells and things like that and just like just exotic things. And you're like... My goodness, these are absolutely stunning and amazing. So what sets the florist apart? I don't have a flower shop. No, well, I actually do because that's not what I really do as far as my floral side of things go. But for flower shops or even for wedding florists, I mean, what sets you apart is your artistry. Yep. Your unique point of view and your artistry Mm -hmm. that nobody else can deliver. So, you know, and you cannot say it's not going to work if you didn't really try, right? 
Exactly. Like me, I, I've told people I've made mistakes in my business, but I'd rather make the mistake and learn from it than not try it and never know. That's true. Um, I bought, I, I literally this week bought, uh, two, I think it's either 150 or 200, uh, cosmic party cards mm-hmm. that you saw on full bloom. And I was like, <laughs> okay, I'm, I'm here for it. And they're not like my, I love a good carnation. So I was like, you know what? I'm going to try these. I have people going absolutely crazy for them. They love them. Because they haven't seen them. Exactly. I got in some roses. And this, again, it's not my personal favorite. But they're freedom roses that have been literally like someone took a paintbrush and just splattered paint on them. Christmas colors. People are going out of their mind for them. Mm -hmm. And I'm like, perfect. I'll sell them. Like, that's the thing of like, as a designer designer and business person like business i think business person on that one is like yeah it makes us money do it designer in us is like oh i don't know if i like this or not let's not do it where you have to kind of be like hey business side is taking over on that part where you want to pay bills and you want your employees to be taken care of oh absolutely but (laughs) as an artist you kind of just look at it you're like okay so i mean this is what i do i'll look at it i'm like all right not my favorite what can I do with this that I can stand behind? Mm-hmm. That's it. It's just that simple. Can I? Will I put my name on that, whatever that is that I'm about to make with whatever this is, that I'm not a big fan? And um, I, I sort of, it, it's a mindset shift that I had to personally make to be able to be okay with certain things. Um, you know, like chocolate dipped roses that just, just I don't understand. But <laughs> there. I haven't played with them yet. I am still yet to challenge myself with that. I think one day I'm going to. I wouldn't can you recommend eat them? it. I wouldn't recommend it because those roses do not look like they're organically grown. They definitely look like they've got some serious hormones in them. But <laughs> I don't know if I can get behind that one now because right? I feel like it's, it's a perfectly strange. good waste of good chocolate. See, I don't like chocolate. So to me, it's like, that's how you're supposed to use chocolate. Okay. <laughs> I have not played with them. What I'm saying though is like, you know, you see these things that doing like flower shows and things like that. And you're mm-hmm. like, oh, that, but why? And then, oh, yeah. you, but you know what? And then you see everybody's going crazy over it. Then you're like, you know what? I am not seeing something that other people are seeing, which means I need to broaden my horizon. Whatever. I, yes. I need yes. to challenge myself. I'm yes. the problem, not the audience or whatever. I'm- I'm realizing that about a lot of color tones right now, kind of um, just that I'm like, I've always been kind of like, Oh, I'm more traditional. I like my, my colors and we're just going to do a really solid color palette. Yeah. I'm realizing now there's certain color tones that I'm like, Ooh, this is like, it's like in that Kristen realm. And yeah. I just really love like some of the stuff that she's doing and her design aesthetic is so different from mine, but it's like the coloring Yes, I'm like really I very much enjoyed it. Yeah, I very, very much enjoyed it. I'm going to actually try to, um, I've done lots of sprays and, you know, splatters and all of these things. I've played with those things, but I've never done actually like in water and like kind of dip in that, given a tight like hydro dunking. Yeah, I have not done that. I actually watched, I was like, Ooh, I got to try that. That's my next. Okay, cool. <laughs> it was so really I've, fun to watch. I've done it before. Make sure you have a super big bucket. It makes it a lot easier. Got it. That's like the big, I, so I tried it with small buckets, like just on little things. But if you get it like a really big bucket, it looks really good. Ooh, what I'm eager to do, on, what I'm super eager with right now is that, um, for one, this retreat, for two is 
Uh, she's actually getting her own company out right now called House of Stems. Uh, Kristen uh, is. Kristen is. Oh, nice. That's exciting. And she's going to be selling her Anthuriums wholesale. Ooh. Yeah. That's which exciting. I am super, super like, I'm here for it. I want to see them. I want to try them. Nice. Yeah. Those metallic Anthuriums are, I'm here for them. And it, I right. know some people are like, no, no, no. But I am. I'm. Oh, I love them. In. Yeah, yeah, it's I just it. something you've never seen before, and why not? Like, Let's do it. Oh, that's exciting. I, I hope to get a chance to talk to her, and yes, well, I, that sounds really I'll, exciting. I'll try to link y'all up. She's, an, Ooh, she's thank awesome. You. I'll try to link y'all up. I loved her. I loved her on a show. I'm like, yeah, like, I'm all about that. This is great. <laughs> bring, yeah, I, bring it on. I, that was that was a hard day on that show when she left because she was she was a lot of life in that in that. I I was um I was I was really I I I didn't think she should have left. Um I was I was very perplexed about that one. Um I don't know who I think should have left. I really don't know, I, and that's a tough decision to make. But I just it was kind of like I was like no not her. Well Ace man I literally can't sit here and talk to you all day. I need to do part three. But I actually have another run coming up in a little bit. So this was such a joy. And we'll share all of the links in the show notes. You know, how to, yeah. you know, all your social media, the retreat coming up. June, awesome. right? June or July? June, se- June. June 7th through the 9th, 2021. June 7th through 9th, 2021. Fantastic. And it's Austin, Texas from Ohio. Yes, ma'am. Yep. Oh. You might see me there. I don't know. I've never been to Austin. So this might, you know, especially if it's like post-COVID and the travel is okay. I'm going to look for every excuse to travel. So there. I, I'm literally like finger crossing this. The, the vaccine is like awesome. Just so it like yeah. opens up. I just discovered we're on tier three of like, you know, healthcare sort of uh, tier three. So we're actually are going to get it with a third wave of people. Wave. Yeah. That's it's called um, that we're in line to get when it's available. So who knows? Fingers crossed. Yes you know what happens ace it's been an absolute pleasure um you too really, really enjoyed it thank you again i'm pretty sure we'll meet at some of this symposium or whatever flower events as soon as we can all travel but keep yes. up the work man this, this you're, you're doing great and love you well, thank you thank you thank you thank you all right friend well that was it our second part conversation with ace barry i hope this encouraged you or inspired you to go and sign up and cast your application for um, HBO Max Full Bloom TV show. I hope to see you there. I can tell you for sure I casted my vote. I mean, my application, and I'm going to keep on doing that. You know what? I figured just going to keep doing it till one day I make it there. So there you go. (laughs) If I do, if I do, great. If I don't, well, at least I tried. So if you like this show, if you like the episode, be sure to share, subscribe. There's a little button right there. I don't know if you know that at the bottom of your episode that you can actually share it with a friend, especially those who you think that might be thinking about signing up for uh, or auditioning, auditioning for the show. So be sure to share. Again, subscribe, listen, review, and don't forget, we are going to be giving away a book. And this time around, it is going to be Jenny Thomason's Perishable Poetics. Stay tuned. Well, it's a wrap. Thank you, everyone, for listening, for tuning in to Viva La Flora Live podcast. We'll see you next week.